to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing very well, Steve. Good, good. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. You know, we had a little bit of a rough ride, as you know, the last couple of weeks, but um, uh, it, it's it's all gone now. So, uh, all gone away. So now, uh, fighting fit. Brilliant. Um, back, back on the... Um, on the artwork, big time. Fantastic, yes. You've been cracking them out, doing more and more pictures. Um, we uh, we put up a post on Instagram yesterday, got people a little bit excited for this podcast prematurely, oh, just right. to give you a little bit of a heads up what we were going to be talking about. So I popped, you know the photos you sent me? Yes. Went up on yes. Instagram yesterday. So we've... So we've got uh, we've got that to talk about um, today, which is going to stun people. It stunned me when I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know what this picture was going to turn out like when you told me the tiger and you mentioned it last week. You bigged it up quite a lot, didn't you? Well, uh, you and me both, because I didn't really know what it was going to turn out either. I, I, and I'll, I'll explain that when we get to it. it. It was it was a bit of a surprise for me, but there you are. You know, you got to you got to jump in with both feet sometimes, and I did with that. Mm. And you weren't kidding; it's very dramatic. Um, mm. That was the idea. Yeah. But before we get onto that, we're going to just uh, answer a question that's come in, and you can you guys can always email us your questions or anything you want us to discuss on the podcast, and we'll happily uh, talk about it. Um, and this question came in from Manisha and said, "I've tried using." pastel matte paper for pastel pencil projects and they just never turn out right it's like the paper eats up the pencils i'm not sure what i'm doing wrong is there uh, a way to properly use pastel pencils on pastel matte paper um mm-hmm. what would you i mean naturally it's going to it's going to eat up more pencil um, than normal than other pastel it- paper yeah, it does, uh, because it's a, a rough surface, for one thing. Uh, pastel mats, uh, uh, it's not quite sandpaper, but it's getting towards that kind of thing. So, therefore, it it will do. And But the end product, the end results are, you can't, you can't fault them. They're, they're so good. But you do have to work at them. And the reason is because you have to lay you have to think about this if you if you're putting a lighter tone on you have to put it on once twice maybe even three times so you've got to put a, a third sometimes even more than that but a third application of the same thing now that can be a bit tedious because people want to say oh there's my white i've done my white now i'll go to the next and you can't do it like that it doesn't work you've got to work the, the color into the paper and it doesn't lie on the surface. It, 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 it looks as though it does, but it doesn't. It goes inside. And you can tell that because once you put the first couple of coats on uh, of your base colours, I'm talking about lighter colours. Generally, the darker ones, you know, don't have the same problem because you've got a, a much more pigmentation there. So 
but the lighter colors and generally speaking if you work like i do from light to dark you've got to put those light colors or the medium tones on and then you um you put the first one on and then you find well that's just not registering so the tendency is to actually put another coat on straight away and press hard with your pencil and that's the mistake that people make they're not prepared to wait and see how the the um, they can build the color but once you've built that color once you've done it two or three times possibly even use the color shaper which i often do uh, and and that that then pushes it further into the paper and once you've done that you think oh that that didn't work because it's it's just light it's i can see the paper coming through or it doesn't register so you've got to put a second coat on and then sometimes you've got to put a third coat on now that could be off-putting for people this is why we always say if you're starting out with pastel pencil don't use pastel mat or the equivalent there's quite a few different uh, makes similar to that use the ongre or the canson meter or any of the the pastel papers because you've got an in instant result with them you don't have to work the colors in so much but with pastel mat you do it's more um it's more difficult to work but once you get the hang of it you wouldn't go back you don't go back then once you once you've tried it because the the end as you're going to see today uh, or people have already seen the results are just unbelievable because one of the things you can do you see with pastel which you can't do with others is you can you, you can put the darker you can put the darker colors on start building those up and then you can put lighter colors a bit limited you can't do it too much but you can put light back into it so you can put light back over dark again and you that's very hard if you're using ongre say uh, because we always said you've got to work from light to dark and that is still a basic principle of mine i work that way but uh, it, you can work the other way as well and by doing that it gives you much more flexibility so do you think um manisha here could be pressing a little bit too hard and then it will eat the pencil mm. up more or will it still eat the pencil even if you press lightly is it just going to grate those pencils down oh it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna use more pencil up I, I, you've got to because you're building more uh, layers aren't you it's got to use more up i haven't really noticed it that much i've got to say when I moved over to Pastel Mat, I'd had a great deal of experience with uh, Ongre. And when I moved over to Pastel Mat, I can't honestly say that I found that I was using more pencil. I probably was, but I didn't mind that because I was getting the, um, the results. I think you've got to, what I would do uh, in this particular case is I'd, I'd choose a subject, maybe one of our pictures would be ideal um maybe the, the the easier ones and follow my lead on it follow the, the video what i did because what i did is the right thing but you've got to have patience i think this this may well be the problem if you haven't got the patience you then you're you're going to find it a struggle it's not instant hmm. okay but i would say you're probably right Okay, well, I hope that helps, Manisha. Um, 
if you have any more questions, obviously let us know uh, and do keep us posted with how it's going. And uh, as I say, if anyone else has any more questions about that, please get in touch with us. Happy to talk about it. Now, moving on to this tiger picture that you mentioned last week, um, you hadn't quite finished it. Was that the case last week or you hadn't started it? I can't I didn't, I hadn't started. I'd got the picture and I remember saying to you, I'm really not sure how this is going to work out, but I'm going to give it a go. Uh, I had the picture and uh, I hadn't put, even put it on the paper because I don't think I decided on what paper to use at that stage. Right. Uh, I think I was, but I was edging towards the dark grey. Mm. I think that was my position uh, at that time, uh, simply because I know it so well and I've done so much on it. But I wanted to also, it's got a very, very dark background. And when people look at that, they think, you put a black background on that. Well, that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I said to you. Like, it looks mm. so dark, that background. It looks black. Like, you just that's put right. black on it. Uh, it's to do a little bit to do with the photography, I'm afraid. And the, um, when you see the video, it doesn't look quite as dark as that. But, but obviously, when you print it off and you photograph it, you get the contrast between the light and the dark. Um, but it, no, it, it, it's not a black background. But what I was doing when I started off with this. Because obviously, you're using if you're using the um, dark grey or any dark any of the dark papers, you you can't use graphite. You can't draw it out, so it has to be done using the uh, white trace down, which is what I did. So, what you're doing, you've got you've got very it, it, you don't you can't with a white trace down. You can't sketch it as well as you can on a on grey paper, say, or a light colour paper. You can't sketch it so well. So you've got to kind of make a lot of that up as you're going along. So, and this was the case here. That, that you can imagine, if you look at the tiger, you can see it's quite compl complex, especially I start off around the ears. And I immediately had a problem. Straight away I had a problem. Because I knew I was going to put the very dark colour. I didn't put black on. Uh, um, initially on the ears, it was the, uh, gee, I can't remember now. Oh, I know. I, I, it was 229. I used 229, you know, our favourite uh, uh, Creta colour. And I put that on first because I wanted to, it, I, I didn't want to put too light a colour on because I wouldn't have got it as intense as I eventually did. And then I put the, the black on top of that, right? So, and and I thought, well, hang on, I've got to I've got to put a dark background on this. So straight away, I thought I've got a problem. How am I going to put a dark background on, and put a black ear against a dark background? And I I struggled with it to start with, but I thought, well, I'll get over it when the time comes. I'll get over it, which I did. But at the time, I thought, I hope I'm going to get over this. And I started off, and within the first. Or half an hour, I suppose. I really didn't think it was going to work out at all. I didn't say anything on the video. I was full of confidence, saying, yeah, "You put this on and you put that on, and see how that works." And so, my usual voice. But I wasn't calm inside. I thought this isn't going well, and I, I broke off, looked back at it. Uh, this is not going to work. So, but I persevered, which you do. And, you know, once you start something like that, you've got to keep going. 
And then gradually, as I um, worked along the top of the head, it started emerging. And I thought, no, actually, I think I might well save this. And it was not long after that when I I realized that, and, and sometimes you get these sort of flashes of inspiration. You think, do you know, although I'm being very critical of this and thinking it's not going to work, do you know, this could work out really well. And, and surprise me, I said to myself, which is exactly what happened. So from that moment on, it started working. And then I did solve the problem of the background. Uh, but what I did, I, I put a background on using, again, the 229. for the back. That was the first color that went on that background, 229. And, and I thought, well, if I put black on top of that, that's going to be very, very dark. But what I wanted to do is to put a color that I was using in the tiger. And that, believe it or not, was 089 in Karen Dash. It's a very deep, rusty, reddy brown. Beautiful color. And I was using that in the fur as my darkening agent for the orangey fur. I put that on. And immediately it worked. I thought, God, that's really fantastic. So it had three colors on. It had the 229, the 089, again, rubbed in, and then the black on top of that. So although you say it's a black background, black was the final color. But it, by the time it got there, you'd got the gray-brown, which is 229, and the 089, which is that reddy-brown, and then the black on top of that. And that's what gave you the wonderful contrast between the tiger it's like a pairing you know because you've got something in the background that's already in the tiger yeah it's beautiful subtle um, harmony and, you're creating and it came out so well so i was delighted with it and of course um the, the as, as i went along i was finding we were talking about pastel map being a very hard uh, um material to work on with with pastel pencils this was the same especially when you've got all of those uh, uh intricate uh, markings and the eye is tiny tiny little eye i thought how am i going to do that but uh, it worked out really well sharp pencils though folks gotta have sharp pencils for that mm. That's really interesting and I, it's only when you drew my attention to the top of the ear that I realized oh it's not black because the ear is black but the That's background right. you then see oh no it's really it's more of a sort of very deep brownie gray um mm. but very very dark um mm. almost black and certainly when you compare it to to that section that I was like oh no yes I can see that it's not black and there's several areas like that as well, around the nose and under the under the chin, under the teeth, and uh, that sort of area. And there was and that was another area that I, I really didn't know how I was going to do that, because if you look at the where the teeth are, and you could just see the two uh, very are they incisors? Are they anyway? Whatever they are, they're, they're very prominent on a tiger. And you could just see the teeth through the whiskers. 
So that, well, it's the whiskers that are going to work here because if I, I've got to make it dark because it was dark on the tiger. But when you see the video eventually, you think that's not going to work out. But in the end, you obviously you put the whiskers back on and they uh, kind of hide that section a little bit and make it work for you. But that's another area that I had to be careful and making sure that the the black on the tiger was stronger than the dark the background. Mm. A lot of thought goes it's, into these things. I've just been looking at it while you've been talking and just sort of studying it because it looks it looks so impressive. Um, but when you you could just stare at it for ages because there's so much so many different parts to it you know the ivory and the fur and you know that i feel just really adds that realistic kind of um coloring to the tiger is is just all of those grays and ivory colors that go into the white um mm. you know because white fur is very rarely all bright no, white it's not white no it's you not know, it's especially on a tiger yeah no they've got a lot of ochre you know sort of and that and I used, um, I didn't use a great many pencils. I thought I was going to use more, but I didn't in the end. Um, I don't know how many. I've been counting them up, but there's not that many. I think there's, there's, I don't think there's even 20 pencils. I think it's less than that. Um, but with something as intricate as that, you'd think it would have more. Uh, but it, that's all surface to requirements. But you use the colors that uh, you can see. And on the original photographic reference i've got to tell you that where i've got ochre it was green it was actually a green color and that didn't wow. that that wasn't right for me it didn't look right so i i changed it i changed it to ochre because i put ochre in the fur so i changed it to ochre and gray and uh, the ochre was i can't remember the number but it was the um the carbothello ochre and then 273, which was the uh, warm mid-grey. Those two colours on top of the white. So would Amongst you other things. say that this is a um, an advanced or an intermediate picture? It looks... I'd like to think... It, 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 I think it would probably... Normally you would say possibly an advanced, but I would rather... I'd rather term this as an intermediate because I don't, I don't want people to be put off trying it and they will be able to do it uh, it's not going to be a problem anything like that when you've got lots of detail you've got lots of markings and you've got different colors you can get away with the separation whereas if you've got just one color that makes it much more difficult to get the uh, contours and the three-dimensional aspect to it so I would I would say intermediate, yeah. Because I would want people to. Do it. The background is not difficult. It really is not difficult. It might look it, but it isn't. Because mm. you're putting two two nine on, which we know and love on the dark grey pastel mat anyway. It, it works so well with the shadow pictures. And then you've got that uh, soft oh eight nine. I don't know what the colour is. It some some of the Karen Dash don't have numbers on. They have the numbers. They don't have the description on so i can't tell them what it is i could i could look it up it's but a, i'd rather use a, one eight it's, nine. it's a dark carmine there you go does that mean anything to anybody not a lot <laughs> anyway <laughs> but there it is but that's the color and it's 
and that goes on very easily. And once that's in, once that's it looks it looks a little bit odd when you first put that on top of the two two nine. Looks odd, but once you put the black on top, which is two fifty, not one nine nine. Now, if people haven't got the two fifty, which is the Greta color, they could use one nine nine. I I I did toy with it. The reason I didn't do it is because uh, I've had so much success with the 229 and the 250 together in the shadow pictures that uh, I wanted to stick to those two um, proven colours. If you didn't have 089, could you use something like 192? Yes, you could. You could. In favour? You could. Yeah, you could. There's lots of alternatives. I mean, I could have used those colours. I tend to look... Well, i tell you what convinced it to me that now the other thing about that is when you come to do the tiger's fur, which is ochre, I mean, you start off with ivory, that's in the um, uh, ochre areas. You put white, obviously, in the, where the white is. And the ivory goes in first, and then you use the ochres, maybe a little bit of grey, and you start building that colour up. Then you've got to use the oranges. And I think there were two oranges I used there. One was um, Karen Dash and one was Carpathello, I think it was. Or was it Tocretica? I can't remember. Anyway, whatever. Uh, and those colours in. But I needed a dark colour. And that's when I did my searching. I thought, well, what colour can I use? And the 089, dark kind dark mine. mine. Yeah. 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 That one was the only one I could find in the whole of my range. Ranges that actually worked for me by um, darkening the oranges, but not in a foreign tone. If you see what I mean. Yeah. If you look at if you look at the dark part of the tiger's fur, see how rich it is. And I think this is this is very striking. And uh, so I, I, re I didn't. I would definitely recommend people if they don't buy anything else, just buy that one because it's a lovely colour. And I've used it before many times on other um, product uh, uh, projects. I can see it now that you've said it. I can see it in the fur. Like I've looked at the pencil. I can see the pencil, and I'm looking at now the picture. And I'm like, oh, I can see where you've added that. So if anyone's interested, I mean, you can get a picture of the pencil on our store that's what i did i mm. just looked up at the product in our store and, and just saw the the end of the color and i can see where you've added that into the fur now but you can see if you use 192 which is an indian red it would have been too red mm. so you can be careful very careful when you're choosing colors um but you know it, it can be done you could probably uh, use a little bit of 192 and then a little bit of black mixed with it but it's a bit risky. Mm. But you could do that. There's another. There's always ways and means out of these things. I mean, although I, I, I always feel that I've got the right colour uh, for the interpretation that I want to give. Um, it, people will have their own ideas. Think, oh, I think I'll make it less orangey, or you know, because mm. tiger's fur varies enormously according to the light, you know, sources. And the photographic references, because that's all we can go by unless we're doing it live, yeah. which I wouldn't like to do. 
Um, so it, it's interesting how you said about 229 and 250, and I feel like the experience of your shadow uh, pictures is coming in to a picture like this, and I think that's going to be an interesting mm. tip that people can take from this is combining those 229 and 250 with other colours. You know, the 229 mm. is your base and then adding a tone, a colour into that and then adding 250 on top. I, I think that that is really... Mm something that people could take away from this for their own pictures there's another secret as well lying in that fur it's in the dark stripes or markings when you've got a dark marking adjacent to an orange and you can see the few there areas that have got orange what you do is you put your 229 on to start with that's the starting color Normally, I would use a, a grey, wouldn't I? Well, in this case, I used the 229. But I, I then used, this is a surprise, the 089 into there because I'd already experienced how it, it worked on the um, background. And then on top of that goes the black 250. But that's only, only when it hits the oranges. When it comes away from the oranges and hits the white, that won't work. So, therefore, you have the 229 and the black. Interesting. Missing out the 089. Isn't oh, that interesting? That's fascinating. So, did you do some of the background before you did some of the black stripes then? No. No, no. I, I, well, uh, actually, I did. You're quite right. I you did, must have I did a bit done of, some just the a, background to notice just a the difference. Yeah. And that's when I realised I needed to put uh, another colour in. So I put that in 089. You can you can have, add it afterwards, but if you did that, you still have to put black on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, it can't but be the last colour you, you put on. You no, have no. but it, it, it was quite quick. You know, all of that happened within the first little bit of work I was doing. Mm. After that, I realised that that's what I could do. I've done this before, in fact, with other, other animals but I've used a, a, a colour adjacent to it. But these are things that every picture, I've told you before many times, when you start a picture off, you know somewhere in that picture you're going to learn something new, something different. Mm. Try something that you haven't tried before. Mm. I can't think of a picture that I've done where that hasn't happened. Probably with shadow pictures are not quite so um, uh self-teaching in that way because you've only got the four colors mm. but when you're looking at general colors you do learn you learn something new which is why i do it steve because it's fun Brilliant. challenging i mean that's yeah that's really interesting and um I i'm excited to edit this one i think people are going to be excited to watch this now that we've spoken about it and that there's some really great tips in this um, podcast, I think, for, you know, tigers, obviously, in this picture, but also that people can learn and take away for their own pictures. So thank you, Dad. That's that's brilliant. Um, so you've got uh, a few more pictures lined up. Have you some more sort of shadow type pictures you were yep. saying to me? Well, um, people seem to love the shadows and we've got an awful lot of non-shadows still to come. So I thought, well, you know, if I balance it out by putting a few more shadow pictures in, um, we'll have a, a, a good array of them. Mm. Yes, I've got, I've got one particular one which I'm not going to talk about now, just in case it don't come off. 
<laughs> but, um, <laughs> then I then I can I can lie and say, oh no, that's not what I intended to do. <laughs> but it's it's another it's a very very challenging picture that I'm going to try attempt at. But I know that uh, well I've just spoken about you learn something new every picture. I'm going to learn a lot from this one. I tell you. But if it comes off, if I can pull it off, I'm going to love the picture. I, I know I am. Brilliant. But there you go. So you'll have to wait for that one <laughs> for next week. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about that one. Um, as you said, there's there's lots of non-shadow pictures coming. We've added a lot of classes in the last week. Um, I think there's another four pan pastels, um, uh, pastel uh, landscape you did on UART uh, paper, the mountain landscape and another girl in shadow and the young llama which is a lovely beginner's pastel pencil project yes. for people to do that's a good, um, mm. so yeah there's lots more coming as well um, I'm, I've been added a few more in the last couple of days so do uh, keep an eye on the website because we are adding uh, bulk uploading classes at the moment and there is a lot more to come so Fantastic. Excellent. Well, we'll talk to you next week, Dad, about uh, these other mm -hmm. pictures and how it went um, or how it didn't go. <laughs> and um, as Oh, you won't know how it didn't go. Okay. No, no. Fair I, enough. I'll keep mum on that. <laughs> and uh, as I said before at the beginning, if you've got any questions or anything you want us to talk about, please just email it over. We'd be happy to discuss. Okay, lovely. We'll end it there for this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.